Welcome to Orbit, daily reflections for a God-centered life. Well, hello and welcome to Orbit, a short reflection to help you put God at the center of your life from the team behind Satellites. I'm Martin Saunders, an extra massive uh, welcome to you if you're watching for the first time because you were at the Satellites event. Uh, hello again. Uh, I hope you had an absolutely amazing time if that's you. Uh, on Orbit, each weekday, we uh, we share a little bit of the Bible. Uh, we give you a chance to pray about it and think about it. And we provide you with one simple, practical way to put it into practice today. This week, we're going to be starting to look together at Mark's Gospel. Uh, and that is a story about who Jesus was and what he did. And today's reading comes from Mark chapter 1. Uh, it starts at verse 2. We skip out verses 5 and 6 if you're following along. Here it is. As it's written in Isaiah the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptise you with water, but he will baptise you with the Holy Spirit. Now, John the Baptist was a really unusual man. And the verses that we just skipped over, actually, in that little section, tell us that he wore clothes that were made out of camel's hair and that he ate locusts and wild honey. And the fact that the Bible goes to the trouble of pointing that out suggests that wasn't really what normal people did even then. John lived like this because he didn't have time for restaurant meals or even for earning money to buy clothes. He was completely obsessed with his job, uh, baptising people in the River Jordan, giving them a fully clothed bath as a sort of public demonstration that they were sorry for the things that they'd done wrong in their lives. And actually it wasn't a job that paid very well, which is why he had to eat all the locusts. So we're all familiar with the idea of people who live for their work people who stay late in the office to close those deals or ignore the family all night to tap the, uh, the laptop in the home office. Usually though, that is about sort of building their own fortune or reputation, making a name for themselves in the world. John the Baptist had a completely different motivation for working that hard. He wanted to make a name for someone else. John himself had been long expected. In fact, there was a prophet called Isaiah who'd written about him about 700 years earlier. And Isaiah knew that John was important and that he'd work incredibly hard, but actually that his job was all about preparation. He was going to uh, lay the groundwork for another man. And all that hard work was really about preparing the way for Jesus. After me, he says in verse seven, comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie. Could you imagine someone saying that about another person? No one is that humble, but John is. And the reason why is that he has glimpsed the big picture. He might have been written about 700 years ago, which might make you feel quite important, right? But even he is nothing compared to the man who is about to join him. Even though the people have flocked to be baptised by him, John doesn't believe his own hype. He knows his place in this massive cosmic story about the Son of God coming to earth. In fact, he is just thrilled to have been a part of it. In another part of the Bible, uh, in a book written by a different John, we read John the Baptist explaining his relationship to Jesus. 
He must become greater, says John. I must become less. In a world where we're taught to follow our dreams and put ourselves first, we're not used to hearing people talk like this. But John gets it. He realises that Jesus really is the Son of God. And if that's true, then he is worth absolutely everything. Even eating locusts and wearing clothes made out of camel hair. Why don't we pray together? Jesus, I recognise that you are the most important person in the universe. And I thank you that you want to be part of my life. I don't need to be the centre of it. Teach me to be like John, who lived to make your name greater and his name less. Amen. Well, there's now just a few moments of silence for you to pray or reflect on these ideas or simply sit and be still. Every day on Orbit, uh, we want to give you a simple, practical challenge to help you put the passage into action in your life. And here's today's. Take out a piece of paper or a journal and write down some of the ambitions that you have for your life. Try to get down as many as you can as possible on paper. Big things, small things. What are the things that you're dreaming of? Now take a look at the list and ask yourself, where is God in these dreams? Is he part of them? Do you have any dreams that actually involve God? Last thing, pray through the list. Pray that God will show you how he wants to be present in these things, but also that he give you new dreams that will help you to serve him and put him first. Well, that's it for today's Orbit. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, we'll be back with another reflection tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow for another episode of Orbit.